0: and I'm joined now by RNZ business reporter Anan Zaki. And Anan, we're talking about a billion-dollar takeover bid. Kia ora to you, Michael. Yes, an investment analyst says rival bidders may emerge for mobile donations company Pushpay after two big shareholders made a billion-dollar offer on Friday. Australian private equity firm BGH Capital and U.S. investment company Sixth Street are offering $1.3534 share for Pushpay, valuing the company at $1.54 billion. The deal has full backing from the company's board. Foresight Bar head of research Andy Boley sees other offers can't be ruled out and the bid offers only a modest premium on a beaten down share price. Look, I think in, in light of what we've seen from takeover multiples for these kind of businesses in recent times and together with the changes in the exchange rates given New Zealand dollar weakness it doesn't seem to be a knockout deal in terms of price being uh, paid uh, in our view. I think you know what's clear here is that the business is not yet fulfilling its own growth objectives. Uh, It was a COVID beneficiary uh, which may have masked much slower underlying growth rates and that may well be part of the the board's thinking um, and decision to approve the deal. That's Forsyth Bar, Head of Research, Andy Bowley. A Green Party proposal for a windfall tax on big corporate profits is attracting little support. The Greens have put out a discussion document with some options on how the proceeds could be used to help people facing rising living costs. The tax would target the top 20 companies in supermarkets, banking, construction, energy and petroleum sectors whose earnings have been boosted by global inflation or government pandemic policies. Chartered Accountants New Zealand tax leader John Cuthbertson says a piecemeal approach to tax policy is problematic. I would um, stress some caution here. Our preference has always been that you look at it from a whole of the tax system approach. I mean, we've had recent experience of ad hoc changes and they don't always land well. Um, You've got issues around what is excessive, um, what does that do as a landscape for um, foreign investment, Um, that sort of thing becomes quite important. Business NZ Chief Executive Kirk Hope says windfall taxes are difficult to administer and don't raise much revenue. I think it would be more harmful than good. Um, Those Taxes which were used in New Zealand after the World Wars weren't popular and they didn't make much revenue. And the companies simply had to pass their costs on to consumers. Green Party finance spokesperson Julianne Genta says other countries had windfall taxes in place and did not think it would affect foreign investment in New Zealand. Outward migration is expected to add to labour market pressures for some time. Third quarter jobs and wages numbers are due Wednesday with expectations unemployment will edge lower to a record 3.2% and wages will push higher to a record 3.7%. KiwiBank Chief Economist Jared Kerr sees many economies face the same tight employment conditions as New Zealand. The US, you look at Europe, look at Asia, we've got slowing growth coming through after some rapid uh, rate rises from central banks fighting inflation. And we've all got very tight labour markets and this is partly why New Zealand is is losing workers at the moment. We've got a net outflow of Kiwis because they've been attracted to very tight labour markets in Australia and Europe. So it's a global phenomenon and one I think that will be slow to unwind. Jared Kerr says the strength of wage pressures will likely drive the Reserve Bank to hike the official cash rate another 75 basis points in three weeks. A host of KiwiSaver funds and other local investors may be in for a reasonable payday on Elon Musk's $57 billion takeover off social media platform Twitter. The mercurial Musk wasted no time in exerting control, the top three executives have been sacked already, and there's speculation as much as three quarters of the workforce could go. Technology investment specialist Dan Ives of Wedbush Securities doesn't think it will be that high. He's going to have to cut some significant, you know, bloated expenses. And also now there's a debt that they're going to need to pay. Free cash flow is going to be key. Remember, for Musk, the easy part was buying Twitter. The hard part is
1: going to be fixing it.
0: (laughs) Meanwhile, another tech leader with a few challenges is Meta, the owner of Facebook. Dan Ives says Meta and its head Mark Zuckerberg currently look all over the place.
1: That Facebook
0: conference call last week was probably one of the worst I've heard in 22 years doing this job. Zuckerberg feels like Ted Stryker in the movie Airplane. I mean, they're, they're really focused on metaverse. That's three to five years away. And they're going to hurricane like headwinds on social media. And I think this is going to be some dark days ahead for Facebook meta. And I think last week was just probably the start of what's going to be you know, really an uphill climb here. That's Technology Investment Specialist Dan Ives of Wedbush Securities. Well, time now for an update from the markets, and we're joined by Malika King of Craig's Investment Partners. Good afternoon, Malika. Kia ora Well, let's start off there with the New Zealand market. It's been a good run lately, hasn't it? Uh, how are we looking today?
1: It has indeed, and it started the same way today. So we're up 72 points, or point six percent at 11,201 points on the NZX50, just looking at some of the movers there auckland airports up five cents at seven fifty eight contact energy up nine cents at seven thirty nine Fletcher buildings up thirteen cents at five dollars eleven and up three cents at five dollars thirty five main freights up thirty seven cents at seventy six dollars eight meridians up two cents at four dollars seventy eight. Pushpay's up seven cents, or nearly six six uh, percent, at one dollar twenty six after that uh, takeover deal. Ryman's down one cent to eight thirty three. Sparks up three cents at five dollars thirteen, and Sinlay Milk's up ten cents at three dollars twenty
0: seven. Okay, how's the Australian 200 looking?
1: Yeah, so that's a good start there too. Up seventy four, uh, sorry, up sixty eight points, or one percent, at six thousand eight hundred fifty three points. Um, Just a a poor start for the miners across the board, though.
0: And that takes us to the New Zealand dollar.
1: We're a bit uh, weaker against all those currencies we follow. So we're buying 58.06 US cents, 90.6 Australian, 50.0 pence, uh, 58.27 euro cents, 85.72 yen and 4.22 yuan.
0: And finally, interest rates, oil and gold.
1: 90-day bank bills are at 4.105%, the five-year swaps at 4.745%, the 10-years at 4.675%, Brent crude's $94.91 US a barrel and spot gold's $1,645 US an ounce.
0: Thank you very much. Malika King of Craig's Investment Partners with our markets update. A couple of other items on the business news this lunch hour. New Zealand's banking sector would cope with a major economic downturn caused by high inflation and low or negative growth, according to the Reserve Bank. The central bank has just released the results of its annual stress test of banks in abnormal economic conditions. A stagflation scenario including falls in house prices, a rise in unemployment, higher interest rates and sliding share markets. Deputy Governor Christian Hawkesby says the bank's capital buffers would take a multi-billion dollar hit and they would suffer a big rise in bad loans, but they would survive. And finally, the former Marsden Point refinery operator Channel Infrastructure is pressing on with a study into the feasibility of producing green hydrogen at the site – an initial review by the companies and by the company and Australia's Fortescue Future Industries suggests that domestic production and use is the best option. Well, we'll bring you a wrap of the day's news and numbers around half past 5 in checkpoint, but for now Michael that is business.